welcome to this week's edition of Bible in the News. In scripture we often read of the mountains of Israel, especially in relation to prophecy. In Ezekiel 34 we read of a prophecy of the return of Israel to these mountains. We read, And I will bring them, that's Israel, out from the people, and will gather them from the countries, and will bring them to their own land, and feed them upon the mountains of Israel, by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. We read in Ezekiel 37, And I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel, and one king shall be king to them all, and they shall be no more two nations, neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. And we then read again of the destruction of Gog in this area in Ezekiel 39. Thou, that's Gog, shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, thou and all thy bands, and to the people that is with thee, and I will give thee unto the ravenous birds of every sort, and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. And it is these passages that influenced John Thomas to write in Ezekiel that there will have been a considerable gathering of Israelites upon the mountains of Israel before the invasion of the country by Gog and his capture of Jerusalem. And so the question that we have is, what is this area? What is the area of the mountains of Israel? Where is this area? Well, we first read of the mountains of Israel in Joshua chapter 11, verse 21. And this is when Joshua is taking the land of Canaan um, for the Israelites. We read, And at that time came Joshua and cut off the Anakims from the mountains, from Hebron and from Debir, from Anab and from all the mountains of Judah, and from all the mountains of Israel. Joshua destroyed them utterly with their cities. And so we see here that this area, the mountains of Israel, was inhabited by the children of Anak, the Anakim, and specifically in Hebron, Debir and Anab. And if we were to look at a relief map of Israel, we can clearly see that Hebron is on the top of a mountain range that runs through the land of Israel. Debir and Anab are also in this mountainous area. And we can see that this area that we read of as the mountains of Israel is quite logically the large area, the large mountain range that runs through the land of Israel today. And so the point to consider is why is it the scripture singles out this area specifically in prophecy? We read that Israel would be fed upon the mountains of Israel. Gog would fall upon the mountains of Israel. And again and again we see this area mentioned specifically. Well, in history in 1948, when the state of Israel was declared, it was invaded on multiple sides, on multiple borders. The only country that made much progress against the new state was that of Jordan, which took control of the majority of this area of the mountains of Israel, the mountainous area, the mountainous spine that runs through the land today. And this meant that Israel did not, at that time, have the mountains of Israel in their control. For Jordan annexed this area that we now refer to as the West Bank, the area west of the Jordan River. And so the Jews that had settled in this area were expelled by the Jordanians, meaning that in pro the prophecy of Israel being fed upon these mountains could not be fulfilled despite the state of Israel being in existence. And this remained the case until 1967 when Israel took this area, which is held ever since. And since that time when it took it back, the Jews have started to settle again on these mountains in the West Bank. But because of this difference in history, 
the, um, of the area to the state of Israel. Israel ownership of this area has become a very controversial issue. A simple planning application for a new house in this area of the West Bank has been known to reach the UN Security Council. And so with this in mind, we can again consider the prophecies regarding the mountains of Israel. And we see that this is the area that God comes specifically against. The fact that the mountains of Israel and the West Bank is the most emotive area of the land is therefore no surprise. We read in Zechariah chapter 12 that Jerusalem, which is of course part of the mountains of Israel, would become a tr cup of trembling unto all people round about, and also a burdensome stone that all people would be gathered against. And so it is today that we see Jerusalem and the rest of the West Bank exactly this, a major political issue, that although all nations look to solve it, they are unable to do so. And we are told that all nations will gather against it, which links to what we read about Gog coming against the mountains of Israel in Ezekiel 38. And so do we today see this considerable gathering of Israelites upon the mountains of Israel? What we certainly do see is an ever-growing number of Israelites on these mountains. Only a few days ago, a report by Peace Now, which is an anti-Israel and anti-settler group, released a report saying that since Obama left office, Israeli settlements in the area have boomed. The report said that Trump's friendly attitude to Israel's Israeli settlement growth has led to a huge increase in already rapid settlement growth. And Trump's ambassador to Israel recently told the New York Times that he believed that Israel had the right to annex some of the West Bank. And this, of course, upset many who opposed the Israeli settlements in the area. And so, yes, we do at least see this the start of this gathering on the mountains of Israel, preparing for the time when the northern army, the army of Gog, invades the land and comes against the mountains of Israel specifically. And we know that it will be after this time that Jerusalem will be exalted to be on the top of the mountains and all nations will flow unto it to worship in the holy temple. And that is, of course, the time we hope and pray for. So join us again next week for another edition of Bible in the News.